five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to an episode of The Clingers Have Spoken. We just watched season 45, episode 6 of Survivor, and a Hall of Fame episode, a Hall of Fame episode, a Hall of Fame tribal council. Michael, what'd you think? I would say this was a Hall of Fame episode in that... There's just like a lot of weird if you ever go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, there's all these oddities. Like this is the ball that was used when this weird thing happened. Not this amazing thing, not this great feat of footballdom. Just this weird thing happened, and it had never happened before, and it happened tonight. And that's what we had. And honestly, we were all rooting for it because we all wanted Caleb to stay. He's He's uh, our guy. They, the editors have made him our guy. We're rooting for Caleb. We're behind his story. We're like, get Jay Maya's story out of here. <laughs> she's, you know, she's boring or whatever. And, uh, and, and that's what happened tonight. So I think the editors probably set us up to be happy about tonight's episode. Um, they've built up Caleb and Emily in our heads. And then Jay is the one trying to get them out. And... Boom shakalaka. There was a little bit of go back and forth at tribal council, which you never see anymore. You yeah. never see someone just throw a name out at tribal yeah. council and be like, I'm just saying, like, y'all should vote her out, blah, blah, blah. And then she's going back and forth at him. So that was interesting. But yeah, man, a, a crazy episode tonight. I didn't think we'd ever see it. To throw a name out and then at like the people that you need to like vote with you, like some of the people that you need. That was crazy. That was crazy. And ultimately it didn't pay off <laughs> because not a single person voted with him. Um, this is literally what they made Shot in the Dark for. They're like, literally, this is going to pay off at some point down the line and it's going to be amazing. Now, I don't think they thought they were going to have a 13-person tribe and 12, 11 people, everyone but the person playing their shot in the dark would vote for him. Like, that is crazy. I, It's so unbelievable that it makes me question a lot of reality TV. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Like, what production may have been like, you know what would be really funny is if he was actually safe, though. You know what I mean? Roll that dice again. <laughs> like, literally, this could not have paid off any better for the show itself or for Caleb. I mean, Caleb would probably prefer not to have everyone write his name down. But to still be in the game is insane. Insane. And the fact that no one threw out a safety vote, Emily didn't even vote for somebody else, like, all of them. Every single one voting for Caleb is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it seemed like there was a lot of people who were happy that Caleb shot in the dark hit who probably didn't want Caleb out of the game, but they were just going to do it because they thought that's what everyone else was doing, and they didn't want right. to be the people who were out on the outside of a vote. 
because that final tribal, it's good to say I had a perfect voting record. So everyone's like, I think Caleb's going home. I'm just going to vote for Caleb. And then they were all celebrating with him whenever it hit. And you could, the like the elation of every single, oh, 12 out of the 13 people absolutely stoked that the shot in the dark hit. And then you just look at Jay, Maya, and she's shaking. Her hand is shaking in front of her face. And she's yeah. like, oh. She's just so, she just knew at that point it was over for her. And uh, can't say I'm sad about it. Um, no. I'm sure Jay is a really great person, so I, I don't have any personal beef with her. But um, as far as who we're rooting for this season, this was a much better turnout for us. Just like, honestly, I'm so glad that someone from Reba finally went home because there have been too many gaffes in that tribe. And I'm like, there's no re- I don't want to watch all six of them be like half the verge. You know, like, that's crazy. Like, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch, like, you know, six against the le- five the rest of the way, especially with the six that are there. You know, D falling all over herself a couple weeks ago. And then Jay just outing herself as a vote that she literally didn't even write down. Like, I'm I'm happy that Jay went home, not because she's a bad person. Just like, she wasn't going to make it very far anyway. She wasn't going to win, you know. Nobody really liked her. Like, it was fine. Yeah. Um. I, I like, I honestly want to spend, like, the whole 30 minutes just, like, saying, like, oh, my gosh, like, it hit. Like, what is this? Like, this is insane. Like, that, like, literally Ben walked into my room and he was like, what is happening? Because I was just, like screaming like this is actually insane like i was diabolically laughing especially when all the votes came in as caleb like i can't even i can't i like i literally can't even i'm still processing it you know Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think for reba this is actually a better situation i don't know why they didn't want to vote like it seemed like there was some push to vote her out i think it's i think it's actually going to work out best for reba in this situation just because like sifu's gonna be reba strong i think no matter what and he's just not he's He's just just not not gonna change he's just not gonna anything but like this gets your numbers to even with bello so I think it's actually a really good move because I don't think I don't think you want to get up six to five to one because I I just don't I just don't see how that works because you're not taking six to the final six that's not right. happening so right. you need Jay's to you need to cut the fat um, and. Uh, so it worked. I think it worked out in in their best interest. And also, there's a lot of guys out there that I think should want Caleb to stay around because I think Caleb is a good shield for them. Um, like if I'm Drew and I'm Austin, I'm really wanting Caleb there. Caleb's a great shield for us. We're like two power playing guys who are going to be pretty decent in challenges. Why would I want Caleb gone right now? Let Caleb, like, win some immunity challenges and absorb, make his target bigger and bigger and bigger until he finally 
right when we need him to lose one, lose one, and then boom, we're in the final six, final five. I think that's best case scenario. You need a meat shield, and Caleb's going to be a great meat shield for them. So I think this is a this is an all around successful move. I don't think anyone's game is worse off than it would have been if Jay if if Caleb had gotten voted out instead of uh, Jay. So I disagree a little bit. I was a little confused by the gameplay tonight. Like I, if I was a Reba, I would have preferred to keep Jay, but I don't know why each tribe was so ready to cut one of their own people. You know, like, because at the beginning it was like Reba was like, yeah, I'm tired of Jay. And then Kelly and Katura are like, I'm ready to vote Bruce out like now. You know, like he's a he's a he's a problem. And Caleb was in on that conversation. And it's like, y'all, why are we all like, why are we cutting our own alliances right now? Like that to me doesn't make sense. If you want to go off and make a little connection with someone else so that you can cut your own tribe later in the game but like to me it's like do you not understand how like simple math works right now like reba i think just sat on the beach too long together i think that was their main that's been their main problem and probably the reason that none of them are actually going to win you know like they literally just sat there for so long and didn't go to tribal that when they do go to tribal they're ready to just like cut each other and they don't really have a ton of like strategy. Like, Sifu's not gonna win. I can't imagine Drew and Austin winning. Like, maybe I'm wrong, but I can't imagine them winning. And D, I don't think is gonna have the same pull as some other people on the island are gonna have. Uh, I think Julie could definitely win. Like, yeah. we're seeing a lot of savviness from Julie, honestly. I yeah. would like, Julie's in my top you know, whatever people I think can win. I mean, I think, I think that, you know, because Caleb and Emily survived this vote, the target's moving away from them now. Like that, for whatever reason, they're not going to try to vote Caleb out next time, which is dumb because if you thought he was a big threat last week, he's still a big threat, but something about, something about the way survivor works like maybe the fact that like he he got saved by a shot in the dark and he got unanimously voted maybe that to them says okay he's not very good he's not he's not a great big threat because we just unanimously voted for him or hey whenever we need to unanimously vote for him later we will but we let's i think that i fully expect the target to shift from Caleb and Emily and I don't I don't know why I guess everyone just thinks Emily is a goat because because if you thought like in my mind when Caleb uh pulled the shot in the dark and was safe I thought I'm afraid they're going to vote Emily now that was my fear yeah and so that's yeah. what I I didn't understand like yeah Caleb's a big threat I just don't think like the mergatory vote is the time to vote out big threats other than the fact that like he couldn't have one individual immunity and he'll have a chance at individual immunity moving forward. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like the time to vote out big threats. I think the real star that if they win the game, I think will come back to this night 
and being like, this was the one that they won the game on. And it's Emily. Because, like, literally Jay was sitting there stating how Caleb is a threat. And everything she said about Caleb applied to Emily. But Emily was just like, let me just look at this fire. <laughs> let me just, let me just mm-hmm. stay here right now. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to, like, look at this fire. And when she had the chance to go against it, she did the smart thing and just voted with everybody else to not cause a ruckus and blend in and say, look, you can trust me. I'm willing to cut my number one for you. When really she kind of saved him. Like, yeah, this is, I think this is like a moment. This is a moment for Caleb, obviously. But I really think this is the moment that Emily just absolutely had to have. And she got it and she did it great. Yeah. Like, I don't know with with this splitting tribes and everything next week that they talked about or two people going home. I don't know if they're going to do a big tribal council with two people or if they're just going to do two sets of six. I don't know. But I really hope that both Caleb and Emily can advance further in this game because, I mean, they have to, right? They've they spent too much time with we've spent too much time with them. Yeah. Well, and I think that their chances of advancing are really much better if they do a split the tribe into two and vote one go to two tribal councils and a person goes home at each. I actually think that their chances of surviving that are better than if they were just in the thing again. Because yeah. it, it they're gonna get in there and it's gonna be um three, two, one. You know, it's gonna be three bellow two Reba and Caleb, and then uh, three Reba, two Bello, and one Emily, and they're going to be safe because Reba and Bello are going to have easy opportunities to take the other out, and they're going to be banking on the other group doing the same. And so I think that if there is like a broken up two tribals next time, I think that actually helps uh, Caleb and Emily stay safe. And the thing about it is, from perception-wise of people on the island, they probably think that Caleb is pulling Emily. Caleb would have been voted out twice now without Emily saving him. Yes. Not saving him, playing an idol for him, but yes. saving him because of her social game of someone just telling her stuff they shouldn't have told her. You know, just leave her out of the vote. She doesn't need to be in this vote, y'all. It was when they crazy. said it right in front of her, and her face gave it away of, I don't want that to happen. And they just kept talking about it and kept talking about it. And so she goes to Caleb, just like she did when Sabaya said, it's Caleb tonight. She goes to Caleb says, dude, you're in trouble, and, and you, need to, you need to play your shot in the dark. I'm just telling yeah. you. Yeah. So she's the one that's really carrying him through this game. She literally said, you are at shot in the dark levels of votes getting on you tonight. Like, she literally said that. And it's just crazy because, like, this duo, sometimes in Survivor, you just get these pairings or these groups that just, like, fit. They just randomly go so well together. And Caleb saved Emily first on, like, the second episode when they voted out Brandon instead of Emily. And then... Since he did that, she was still around to save him twice. It's like, and and that's 
those three times that they easily could have gone home, that's half of the tribal councils that we've had. Mm-hmm. And two of the other ones were quitters. Right. <laughs> like, this is crazy. I was thinking tonight, I was like, literally every person on the Lulu tribe failed at tribal council when there were other people non-lulu members at tribal council except for emily she is the only one that has not had does not garnered a majority of of votes amongst other people and she's done that twice and literally no one else on that tribe they either went home at, at lulu or they went home or they got the majority of votes when everybody else was there like if they took a vote right now who's winning this game us at home like i don't there's no better game being played than emily and it's perfect because if you took the same exact vote on that island none of them would vote for emily Mm -hmm. which is crazy just crazy yeah Yeah. she just like appeared as this little neurotic girl that just seemed to bleed into red tribe because austin and drew were like yeah come with us because we're the better situation for you and you should listen to us yeah. Like, come on. I think Emily's setting herself up perfectly for, you know, getting to five, getting to six, making one, like, move to get a threat out, and then sitting at the final three, you know, and maybe that's turning on Caleb, but sitting at the final three and just saying, yeah, I actually deserve to win, and Caleb getting in the jury and saying, Emily is a dog. She she pl- <laughs> she was playing y'all the whole time. She saved my butt twice. Yes. And y'all thought I was the big threat. And I can totally see Emily winning this game over um D or, or you know whoever she would be at the end with. Um yeah. I don't see anyone on Bello that is a threat to win. Like, no offense to those guys, but yeah, I don't think anyone thinks Bruce is going to win. I think everyone no. finds Bruce a little bit annoying. They might like him, but they still might find him a little bit annoying, and it's the second time, and that kind of might rub people the wrong way. Uh, Kelly is not threatening at all, and she's not even, like, not threatening in a way where she's in the middle of everything. She's just, like... She doesn't she's, really have any good connections. I no, feel like like Brando like was her game. yeah, Brando was her good connection. So unless she builds some really good connections moving forward, I think we can cross her off as a winner. I think we can cross Bruce off. Katura, I think we can cross off. Katura is lost out there. She didn't know what was going on. <laughs> she's like, "Why are we what? voting for Caleb again?" Like, I thought I had the thought our tribe loved Caleb, and now we're voting Caleb out. Jake isn't going to make it to the end. That dude's going to get medevaced. Yeah, and seriously. then, you know, the crazy Kendra's eyes, not going to. The crazy eyes girl, she doesn't have stand a chance. Yeah. Because she's not actually, like, locked into the game. It's not like a Carolyn situation. Like, she is just kind of lost out there, like, kind of having meltdowns about everything, about, like, you know, not eating or whatever. So I really think that this is, like, if I was telling you who I thought had the best chance to win, I would say. Emily, Caleb, Julie. Yeah, Austin. I think that's 
for me, honestly, Caleb, Emily, Julie, those are like the three that I'm like, I, I think these are the only people that can win. I think Austin could win. I think Austin could win. I mean, for Austin, like, his path to winning is so different than what most people are wanting. Yeah. Austin needs to keep Drew in the game, and he needs to keep Caleb in the game, and he needs to go Reba strong as long as he can. And have two idols. Yeah. Like, if he gets, if they get to, if they eliminate Bellow, like, let's say that the four Bellow people are the next four out, or five Bellow people are the next five out. I think Austin has a great chance to win at that point because there's going to be still the threat of Caleb that he can say, y'all, we got to vote Caleb out or he's going to beat all of us at the end. Or we got to vote Emily out because she's actually like really smart and she's balling out. Then the dude is two tribal councils away from final three. And yeah. the dude has an immunity idol or two. Does he have if two? he has an amulet? So if he votes Kelly out, he has two idols, full oh. idols. Kelly's for sure gone after this then. Yeah. Like that 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 sealed that sealed it for me. And that's why I didn't understand like why like Austin and Drew weren't pushing harder to vote Jay out in the first place tonight. As soon as that was offered up by anyone on Reba, everyone who knew about the amulet should have jumped on it. And they didn't. That just yeah. didn't make any sense to me. I think Kelly like they showed Kelly and Jay talking a little bit. Um, I think that they were actually trying to have an alliance um, that we we just didn't get to see very much. Uh, I think they were legit trying to do the thing, and that's probably why she didn't immediately jump on on the Jay vote. But yeah, I I think that uh, I think Austin has a great chance to win. I think he's the type of player that could win, like. He's going to be able to win a couple immunity challenges when he needs them, maybe. And he's also like a smart guy, a strategic guy, and people like him. So I don't, I don't know why Austin couldn't win, other than we haven't seen like a very broy guy win. Um, yeah, you in know, a while. like that in a while. So um, he's he's kind of like if uh, Fabio and uh, you know Wendell had a baby or something like that so fabio (laughs) wendell pretty good fabio wendell woo and owen if they all had a had a baby i think that 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 uh austin is is what you'd have so yeah i think he has a chance he reminds me of fabio like maybe a little better gameplay but he does remind me of fabio a lot better gameplay than fabio but like if you consider like inflation for strategy from season twenty-one to season forty-five, like yeah, okay, he balances right out. He better be, yeah. Against against the average. Yeah. Um. Do want to give a quick thirty-second shout out to Brando? You'll be missed. Uh, I don't know why you tried to throw Kendra under the bus so fast, and we're actually honest. I don't know why you expect her to believe you. Um, but I hope you're doing well out there, man. Um, yeah. R.I.P. Um, man. What else from this episode? Anything else interesting happen? Last, I will say, I'm last week's episode. If we were skipping a, an episode, that was the one. That was the one. We kind of hit that perfectly. <laughs> that was a. It wasn't a dud. Like it was interesting and like getting to see. Like I just did. I thought it was kind of bad gameplay all around in general. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't interesting in a bad way. It was just kind of bad and 
Um, you know, any episode of any new episode of Survivor is something I want to watch and something I will enjoy in good TV. Um, but I'm glad we didn't, you know, feel like we needed to talk for 30 minutes about that episode. Yeah, you just got to see Emily work a little bit of her magic still, where she dictated the vote again. Well, so. I mean, was that her working her magic, or I mean, that was just the opportunity she had? Like, I mean, how, if Caleb shows up on that beach, she, maybe they're like, how bad would Caleb, Emily have had to play that? in order to not dictate that vote. <laughs> Both sides immediately come to her like, please vote with us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Anything else on uh, on Survivor this week? Um, not particularly. I uh, literally don't think we could ha- have as good of a podcast of an episode of That Was. As insane of a tribal, like that that was i don't think that our words will be able to do that justice do you know what i'm saying i mean you had to be there you know yeah if you if you listen to our a podcast but didn't watch the episode what are you doing what are you doing don't do that obviously you shouldn't do that <laughs> you had to be there you had to experience that just elation and you i don't know about you but the way that the music was building I felt as if it was going to be safe. Did you feel that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they went to tribal and there was 20 minutes left, I was like, what? That's great. 20 yeah. minute tribal. I mean, I know there's a lot of people, but like, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that's what I thought. I was like 20 minute tribal. I was like, maybe this is a live tribal, you know, people get up and walk around. I didn't think anyone was going to hit the, uh, um, you know, shot in the dark. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah. And like, I think that there was one safe person like two seasons ago, but it didn't even matter. Right. Am I reading that right? I think I, I, I think I remember. Was that the first time that anybody was ever safe? I think that's the first time it's ever hit safe. Oh. Oh. I think it's like the, the 10th or 11th or 12th time it's been played. And that's the first time it, it's gotten hit. Yeah. Man. Well, congratulations, Caleb. I hope you make a lot of money one day. That was awesome. That's that's awesome. Um, We still have some time left. Do you want to talk about how many Super Bowls the Titans are going to win with Will Levis? Well, um, I don't know how many Super Bowls they're going to win, but he looked awesome on Sunday, man. He looked great. Tannehill has never made some of those throws in his life. (laughs) Like, I, I don't, I'm not trying to to down on Tannehill, who's had a, you know, above average NFL quarterback career, made yeah. a ton of money, um, seems to be a decent guy. Uh, but what, are we, what were we doing listing Levis as third on the depth chart this whole time? Like, was he hurt or were we just like... Well, maybe Tannehill will give us, like, wins and we'll make the playoffs with Tannehill again. I mean, even in training camp in preseason, before Levis got hurt, he was the third-string quarterback behind Tannehill and Willis. And he looked pretty decent. Like, I remember watching those games. I was like, this looks like a real quarterback. Like, why were we giving Willis all those reps in practice? I th- okay, I do have an answer for that. Like the offensive line has been a little iffy, 
But the last couple of weeks, the offensive line is like, like Nicholas Petit Frere on the left side with Taronsky. They look pretty good. They look pretty good. So I don't know. Maybe that's just Skaronsky being back. But like he had time on Sunday. Yeah. Um I wanna put something on the record. Uh oh. Before uh, this get, uh nephew Kyle, put the TikTok b- camera on. Before this gets lost. Before before people are saying this all across the internet. And I will never get the credit I deserve for this. Is that I'm the person that came up with the term first, the levisance. I am the I was the first person to tweet out I'm ready for the levisance. I am the first person to tweet that out. Now Mike Herndon, uh Titans uh blogger tweeted it out during the game but it was after me wow so and i wouldn't be shocked if he saw it on from my tweet now mike if you're listening um you know feel free to to let me know uh i will accept a certain amount of money to shut up about this but (laughs) you either need to pay up front or need to get royalties forever i am the first person to tweet out the Levisant. So when it's all over, uh, the internet within the next couple weeks, as the Titans um, get get moving towards the playoffs, um, you can just just know um, someday in the Pro Football Hall of Fame there will be a plaque, the greatest nickname in NFL history, the <laughs> Levisants. Um, Hey, which was coined it. by Michael the actually it was it was it was coined by at Michael Likes Pod on Twitter. Wow. So. Yeah. That's in history. That's yeah. in history. Um, man, I remember the day we drafted him. Do you remember the day we drafted him? I was I at do. your house. I do remember. Uh, that. We watched it on your TV, and uh, they traded up for him. And you are not thrilled with the pick. You were no, not thrilled. Much I wasn't. like a lot of Titans fandom was not thrilled. But do you remember what I said to you? No. I said, you know what? It's a second round pick. As of right now, we have a better chance of having Josh Allen on our team than we did yesterday. So I'm happy about it. And I mean, man, did you see some of the throws that he made on Sunday? I mean, like, there's there's not five other quarterbacks in the NFL that can make some of those throws. Yeah. Those that's exactly were what, like Mike Hernan said, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, if he's going to steal my stuff, I can steal his. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, we're talking Mahomes could have made some of those throws. Herbert uh-huh. could have made some of those throws. Yeah. Josh Allen could have made some of those throws. Yeah. That's the end of the list. Yeah. Like the, yeah. uh, the one that he threw to Burks that was incomplete. That was off a his, dime. Off his back foot. Number one, Burks is a disaster. He stinks. He's not a disaster, he, but he he's not catch. A.J. Brown. 
He's not AJ Brown. Can we like call him? Joel, like Traylon Joel, Burks is Joel, not AJ Brown. Okay? He's not. Like that's fine. Joel Burks is not a NFL number one receiver. Okay. Yeah. Admit sure. that. But we yeah, drafted we drafted him in the first round. Yeah. Do you know if you like get drafted in the first... One and a half years ago. If you're drafted in the first round, you're supposed to be a number one receiver you know in the NFL. Many, you know how many wide receivers have gotten drafted in the first round and have not been number one wide receivers? Yeah, Corey Davis, our last like a one. a lot of them. Like most of them. I'm saying the dude stinks. Should have caught that. That was a... Pe- oh, I don't know whose agenda it is to bring Will Levis down. But there's people out there tweeting that that was a dumb throw. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) If you hit a guy in the hands 40 yards down the field. When he's triple covered. Off your back foot while you're getting smashed. (laughs) That, it doesn't matter what the decision was. Yeah. Burks has got to go up and catch that ball. That was the... That, the thing is, like, that was his best throw from Sunday, and no one's ever going to remember. When they show the highlight from his first NFL start when he threw four touchdowns and tied the record for that, um, no, no one's going to show that pass, and that was the best pass he had all day. The other thing, Mariota also threw four touchdown passes in his, in his NFL debut. They didn't yeah. look like that. No. They didn't look like that. They were and not also, 60, 50, 30 yards down the field. Right. Do you remember that game? I remember the game. I remember I, I wasn't able to watch it, the whole thing, because I think I was at a church thing. I th- so here's what I think. happened. We were at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I think you had to leave early or something. But I'm no. pretty sure we met at – or maybe you came late. But I'm pretty sure we met at Buffalo Wild Wings because they were playing the Bucks. No, that was because, a different time we played the Bucks. Okay. Okay. But they still played the Bucks in that first game. And Jameis threw like four touchdowns too and like I think like three or four picks. Yeah. So it's not like Mariota was driving them like 80 yards down the field against like a good defense. You know, these were the two worst teams in football the year before. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure the game you're talking about, Tannehill was quarterback of. Because that would have been so. – that would have been what 2019. No, I think it was. A, I think it was a while ago that we. I did that. I clearly remember going from Buffalo Wild Wings and Hermitage to Church Trunk or Treat. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. the game you're referring to. So it either would have mm-hmm. been late stage Mariota or Ryan Tannehill's like first season after he took over as starter. The game, Marcus Mariota's debut, I was at a putt-putt place in Lebanon, and the game was on, uh, but I didn't really catch most of it. I caught, like, the fourth quarter in the the lobby area because I was at, like, a middle school ministry thing. Yeah, and, like, I think after that game, I was still all in on Mariota. I was all in on Mariota, like, when we drafted him. But, like, honestly, it's just so fun to be blindly optimistic about someone like like will levis has a four touchdown debut i'm gonna say we're gonna win like three super bowls with that man like i literally don't care if we do just give me something to look forward to like it's so rare in the nfl and as a titans fan specifically to be like this quarterback could be a top five guy 
this guy could take us where we need to go. And, man, I really hope we make the playoffs this year with him. That would be a ride. I haven't been this excited about a quarterback since Vince Young. You know? Yeah. Since Vince Young brought us back from three touchdowns down in November 2008 or whatever that was. Against the Giants when we were yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I, that's the last time I think I was this excited about a quarterback. We all know how that turned out. But yeah. when a guy comes in and he's that much better than your starter, I mean, when you can throw the deep ball like that, Derrick Henry's about to go off too. Yes. Like, like Derrick Henry's about to go everything. off too when they can't when they can't put I mean they're they're gonna struggle to put freaking eight guys in the box, let alone nine like they were doing with Henry. Yeah. So uh yeah, Tannehill, like he as soon as defense is figured out, all that Tannehill can do is play action, throw the ball over the middle to AJ Brown. And as once AJ Brown was off the team, and he was throwing that ball to Nick Nick Westbrook Akine. That was over. That was done for. We our offense was toast at that point, and this had this is going to open up a whole new world for our offense. So our defense just has to stay strong, and I think we're going to be good. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, okay, like I love Kevin Byard. Thank you so much for your service, Kevin Byard. Like I've loved having you on the team. He's kind of slow now. Like our no. defense is like pretty slow. Yeah. Like 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 we needed like younger fast guys on defense. And, and we like maybe maybe we have them now. No, we don't have them. Our our defense still is not <laughs> like I mean Eric Garer is not an upgrade. Sure. Sure. But Elijah saying, Molden is not an upgrade. Sure. But sure. Kevin Byard That's, was washed. We can agree yes. on that. Yeah. It happens to everybody. Yeah, like, when you watched, like, when we played the Bears in the preseason, our first team defense ran out there and gave, like, two plays of, like, long touchdowns to DJ Moore because they were too slow to tackle him. Mm -hmm. Like, this is DJ Moore. Yeah. What are we doing? I mean, I turned 30 in three months. I know the feelings. You're just not quite as quick as you used to be, and that's okay. That happens. You made millions of dollars, so good for you. You've had a good career, and Kevin, I mean, Kevin will always be beloved in Middle Tennessee, always. Totally, totally. I hope they win the Super Bowl. I really do. The Titans? I hope Mariota, no. Well, I mean, yeah, Yeah. but, like, I don't think that's going to happen this year. Uh, But, like, I hope that, like, the Eagles win the Super Bowl this year. So Mariota, Bayard can get a ring. I I think that would be great. No. Um, I I hope they lose the rest of their games. Why? Just because AJ Brown and Mariota. Oh man. Yeah, whatever. He's a quitter. All right. Well, well, he's not like a Hannah, you know, like. No, he's more of a Sean. <laughs> he's more of a Sean quitter, but that's still a quit. <laughs> All right, everybody. See you next uh, week. We will see you next week. Have a good one, everybody. The Clingers have spoken.